Good evening and welcome back to In The Moment podcast with Dusty Bailey. Man, I had gone against everything I said I wasn't going to do. I was going to commit, be disciplined, and do a podcast every single week. But man, does life get in your way. So, um, you know, I'm human, things happen, and, you know, it is what it is. So we're back at it today, and I got a, a list of things I like to cover. Um, you know, but first, I just, you know, thanks again to everybody who listens and gives me feedback. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, but most importantly, you know, I appreciate that everybody is is supportive of my vulnerability, supportive of me in the moment, supportive of the 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 rough and rawness of this podcast, right? And you know, I was talking to an old manager of mine uh, this evening, calling him for some advice, and and we were catching up, and and you know, he's someone I look up to, and someone that I'm I'm very fond of, and if you ever called me. Uh, in the future and said, Hey, come work for me again. I, I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, you know, but he made a comment to me that, you know, he stayed up till 1am catching up, listening back to back because he had been so busy and he just wanted to hear what I was saying. And, and, you know, he gave me some positive feedback and said that, you know, some of the things I was talking about really resonated with him. And, and, you know, this is a, a leader of mine that I looked up to someone that gave me a shot and someone that believed in me and developed me. And, and here I am, you know, doing this podcast and, and, and he's a big supporter and talking about it. So it just made me feel good, got me fired up and, and, and got me thinking about just the importance of uh, continuing to stay connected with those that believe in you, um, that are going to continue to feel your fire to go and continue to feel your fire to get better. Right. So, again, sorry that I took a hiatus for those that have been asking me to get back on. Had some personal things that I had to work through. My, my mother, for, for those that are close to me, already know this, but my mother had a stroke. Um, so we had to get through some of that. It was actually a TIA, um, a mini stroke. Uh, the good news is she's hundred percent recovered, bounced back. Um, we had a last procedure and there's no blockage. And so we're on the road to recovery. We're changing some habits and getting her moving forward. But while that happened, I was juggling, um, Olivia, uh, was exposed to COVID. And so we had to, to isolate and spend 10 days locked away and, and, um, make sure she got better. The good news is, you know, she didn't get it very bad. She got over it really quickly um, and we were able to rebound. But uh, what I will tell you for all those caretakers out there, for an elderly parent or the caretakers in our lives that do this for a living um, or to the the stay-at-home moms, to the stay-at-home dads, to stay-at-home grandmas or anybody that stays home with children, to our daycare, to our school teachers, Anybody that's a caretaker of any way for a child or an adult, hats off to you guys. You deserve a raise and deserve all kinds of praise and motivation, man, because, you know, I love my children very much. They're the most important thing in my life next to my wife. Um, But 10 days isolated with a five-year-old and a two-year-old, oh, man, that will take you to places you've never been, let me tell you. But we got creative, had a lot of fun got closer as a family and we're back and, and running. And so for this week's podcast, as I started to think about the things I wanted to cover, I want to cover three things and I'm just going to ramble and talk about them. No, like, you know, particular order and, and just kind of put them out there. But for the last couple of weeks, as I have been um, navigating my personal life, I've been thinking about a few things that have bubbled up um, just for me and interactions I've had. 
um, coaching sessions I've had, and then also just dialogue I've been having with my wife, but also with myself and my own self-reflection um, as I do that a lot, you know, as I get older to think about what's next for me and the things I want to do. And the three things that come to mind that we're going to cover today is we're going to cover blending. And what I mean by blending is how do you blend your personal and professional life, right? I think we're at a point um, in time where there's no more trying to keep it separate, right? Even when we come out of COVID, I think that blending is going to be something that's very important. That people are going to want and need to blend personal and professional life to make sure that they can have the balance they want, the support that they want, and make the income that they want, right? We'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. I want to talk about detours, right? And what I mean by detours is we're all on a road to someplace, some goals, some ambition, some dreams, um, and you know what we think we want, what we believe we want, when we want it doesn't always happen that way, right? And, and that old cliche is sometimes the almost maybes are the best thing that ever happened to you. Or sometimes, you know, everything you ever wanted is in the outside this window or this back door versus the front door that you're thinking you're going after, right? So we'll talk a little bit about the importance of being patient and it's okay to take detours on your way to goals. And then the last thing I'll end with is just abundance, having an abundance mentality with partnerships, with life, with just everything that you're doing and not sweating the small stuff of, you know, allowing yourself to get frustrated on things and doing the, the, the hard right versus the easy wrong and making sure that you pay it forward, knowing that it will come back to you tenfold, right? So again, the three things we're covering today, blending, detours, and abundance. So let's talk about blending. So where this has come from and, and what I've really come accustomed to as I get older and, and I start to grow my career and, and focus on what's next for me is, is it's very important to me to work for an organization, work for a leader um, that supports that I have a family, that I have four children. I have two that are in junior high. I have two that are in, uh, you know, still in daycare. One's now about to go into elementary school and kindergarten. That I have a travel, I have a wife that travels, right? She travels a lot. She started a business. She's a business owner now. Um, so I need to support that. That I do got to stay home sometime with the kids. And that I do have to be the, the, the one that takes care of them and gets them ready, uh, you know, before work and after school and all of that. Um, you know, I need a, a, a work and a boss that understands that I coach my children and I want to coach my children. Um, I need a a boss and, and a work that knows that I'm going to give them 60, 70, 80 hours a week. It might just not be from eight to five, right? Like there's different things I got to do as a parent and different things I got to do. And so, you know, never was more true to the last couple of weeks being faced with what happened to my mom and Olivia, how powerful that's been for me with paychecks and my current boss, Steve McKenzie, um, and how much support they gave me, but also how much support my leaders that work for me, my colleagues, you know, um, and my entire sales force gave me while I was out, right? That stuff's all important to me. When I was younger, it was about title and about money and about when I was going to get promoted and, you know, look how nice car I have and, you know, look how big a house I have and, you know, the stature. And I always, you know, I was coaching with somebody today uh, that I mentor and I was having this conversation about in my 30s, I had the biggest chip on my shoulder. I thought I deserved it. thought I should be promoted years ago. I had this plan of being a, a district manager by the time I was 25. And 
didn't happen, right? Didn't happen. You know, came and went. And then took me another, you know, 10 years almost to get that title. And I got it finally in my early 30s. And um, never forget the day it was announced. I started to cry because I was so proud. And I called my my mom. I called my ex-wife. I called my best friends because they all knew how hard I had worked and how bad I wanted that title, how bad I wanted to grow into that district leader and how how bad I wanted to impact people's lives on a larger scale. But what was crazy about that moment was it was when I was humble. It was when I was a servant leader. It's when I was giving it all away and I wasn't making it about me and my goals and what I wanted to accomplish. I was making it about, you know, what I can do for others and how I can balance my family. And I was focused on everything other than getting the promotion, right? And it happened. And so for me, you know, as I started to to grow and look at that, that was important to to look for organization at the time, the bank I worked for supporting the, the balance that I had to have as a divorced single parent, trying to manage two little kids and getting that promotion at the same time. And it was great. It was awesome. But then I outgrew that position. I grew the banking industry and, and, and had, you know, opportunity to do something different and came to paychecks. And then from the moment I started the paychecks to now, they, the leaders that I've had, the organization itself, the partners, the blending is there. The support is there. You do have to work hard. There's expectations. There's things you have to do at any job, right? But we have a sales quota. We have customers that we have to support. We have employees we have to take care of, right? Like, so this by no means is this, you know, I'm going to take a 20-week vacation, put my feet up and not do anything. This is, I'm still plugging in early in the morning. I start my day at 4 a.m. every day. And then I'm plugging in at night, you know, like prime example at 7.30 and you know, I just got done working and now I jumped on the podcast, right? So I find my spots, you know, I had, I went to my son's um, back to school night at three o'clock this afternoon, four o'clock this afternoon, and I'm pl- I plugged back in when I got home to get some work done. But the reason I say all this is because I start to think about as a leader, how important it is, you know, here I am, the, the salary executive, right, working for paycheck. So I had the ability to blend, but I thought, what if I was an hourly employee working a job and had my mom and my daughter at the same time. Would I still have a job? Would I have to go to work? How would I have done everything, right? How much extra stress would that have been put on my uh, wife and my family? What happens if I had worked for an organization that didn't support me, didn't care, didn't didn't believe in family first, didn't, didn't allow balance? Or I worked for a boss that, you know, was all about them, that what I had to do for them, not about me. Right. And I started to think about the leader that I want to continue to be. And, I, you know, and I still have to work on it, but I want to be a leader that understands what people go through. I want to be a leader that can lean into the challenges they have and support people through, you know, whatever support they need. I want to be a leader that is, you know, able to meet people where they're at. I want to be able to meet my people's kids. I want to be able to celebrate things that go on in their lives. I want to be able to tell them it's okay to take a, a day to do these things. It's okay to take a longer lunch. It's okay to, to put your family first, right? And I think, you know, for uh, for anybody, right, as we move forward, I think for me, the biggest thing, and I think for everybody is, as devastating COVID has been, it's also been a blessing in disguise for me and it slowed me down. It's let me enjoy my kids more. It's given me more time. And it's really let me think about my priorities and allowing myself to think about what's important, right? So I am and will always be career-driven. There will be nothing that ever stops that. But as I get older and I, I get experience and I work through things and I look at things in a different lens, 
can still be a great father. I can still be a great husband. I can still be a great friend. I can still do things and be a phenomenal leader and still get things done, still impact people's lives and blend things. What I also learned is I can be vulnerable and tell my story and talk about the things I have to overcome and, and, and share what I'm going through and the fears that I have and the concerns that I have. And, and that stuff's all relatable. There was a time where you couldn't share any of that at work or in the industry, and it was frowned upon, but that, that time has changed. So any leaders or aspiring leaders that are, 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 are looking to, to get into leadership on this call or are currently leading on this call, just remember that, the importance of blending personal and professional life with your employees, making sure that you support them, they, they, they understand who you are, where you're coming from, because it's not just work and personal anymore, right? We're on 24-7 with the phone and email, and we can never shut it off, right? So we have to learn to blend. And then for any aspiring uh, top-performing rep out there that is looking and is frustrated with their current job or frustrated with their current leader, you know, look me up. Let's have a conversation, right? What can we do to, to work through that, develop? What kind of conversation? How do we manage up to have a good conversation with your leader and, and help them get to a place where they, they understand the importance that you need when it comes to blending now, and again, by no means am I saying take advantage or, you know, not work. That's not what I'm saying. So please, I don't think anybody that would listen would take it that way. But you still have to put in hard work, right? You still have to, to grind. You still have to drive for your goals because it doesn't happen, right? You're never going to hit your goals. You're never going to hit your quota, your plan. You're never going to get promoted if you just took the foot off the gas, right? So you still have to, when you blend, you still have to find a way to still meet the demands, the expectations um, that are put forward to the current role that you have, right? And and then as you start to think about blending, for me, it's now made me look at detours and look at aspirations in a whole nother light, right? What I mean by that is, you know, I talk about detours, right? You know, everybody knows I'm a goal-oriented guy, and this I'll be celebrating six years with paychecks, and you know. This will be my third goal sheet on um, my bathroom mirror that I'm going to cross off, right? So I'm about four goals away, two personal, two professional, two, uh, to, to crossing them off and being able to, to put that third goal sheet away in my book from, from the opportunity that Paychex has given me and the things I've been able to accomplish in my current career. But as I look at that goal sheet, right, and, and some, of that, some of that stuff, it's taken me the three years to get, right, since joining this organization. And I wanted to have it three years ago, right? So, you know, so I joined six years ago, but some of it was three years ago that I put on the goal sheet. And it's taken me three years in different ways, but I'm still hitting it, right? I might have took a detour, I might have took longer, but I still got it. The goal's not going to change. The target doesn't change. How you get there, what you have to do, and the different things you have to become to get there changes, right? And then I think about and I forward think about my next goal sheet that I'm going to put up there. And one of them is growing my career, right? And, and I used to say growing my career was going up. But now I'm looking at growing my career is going sideways, going into a completely different department or unknown environment um, or going up. And also, I'm not in a hurry at 41 years old. And I can't believe I'm saying this. At 41 years old, I'm content in getting better and stronger as a leader. I'm content and learning more and pushing myself. I'm content to being an expert at my craft and waiting for my time and waiting for the right opportunity. 
doesn't mean I'm not going to push, be aggressive, and still be that that climber that I want to be. But I'm just not going to put expectations that I have to have it at 41 or by 45 or 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 what that what I'm going to put expectations are. That's the goal I want. I'm going to do everything I need to do to get there. But I'm not going to put a time frame on it. I'm just going to say this is the target. This is the goal that I'm going after, and I'm just going to go. No more no more time frame. Right? We're just going to go for that that goal and we're going to get it when we get it and i think about it you know when it's the right time for me it will be the right time for me right and that's the thing that i want you guys to, to leave this podcast with if you don't leave with anything is, is have aspirations have goals have desires go after them like crazy but give yourself grace and patience knowing that you're not always going to be hit in the time frame you think don't kill yourself trying to get something at a certain time frame because you think you need to have it right because if you slow down you take a minute you take a breath and you think bigger picture there's a lot more things you're going to get done a lot more satisfaction and it's going to also put you in a better position when you do hit that goal nothing worse to drive to that goal so hard that when you get it you're not ready for it right and it falls through your fingers or you fall from grace and have to start over or you ruin your reputation or, or whatever, right? So just balance your goals with the time frame that you're trying to get with them and know that sometimes you're going to take detours. Sometimes you're going to go sideways. Sometimes you're going to go backwards, right? I've gone backwards in many times in my career, but then I've rebounded, right? And again, it always comes back to the mindset of I'm going to conquer one way or another right? And it's just a matter of when, not if, right? So remember that. And so when you write down your goals, when you look at your goal sheets, when you think about what you're going to do today, tomorrow, and in the future to drive yourself forward, make sure that you really focus on the roadmap and, and the things you're doing to develop yourself to get there versus the time frame, right? So again, all about the goal, not about the time frame. And that comes from, for me anyways, experience and time and and just, you know, age, right? I'll just tell you age. Right now, if I could look at the 20-something-year-old Dusty right now, he'd be telling me I'm crazy. Like, absolutely nuts, right? For not being more, like, aggressive, challenge, go get what you want, go get promoted tomorrow, that you deserve it, chip on your shoulder. The 30-year-old Dusty would be looking at me like, you need to climb, you need to make more money, you need to do this, you gotta be retiring at this age. And and now at 41, right, looking at things from a different approach and, and, and holistic view of all the things I've learned, I still have time. I, I, I'm just not in a rush, right? I'm more calculated about it and I'm taking my time. And so I would just challenge everybody, no matter your age, be calculated, be patient, be humble, Focus on, and, and, and I'm stealing this from Colin, who's a good friend of mine. Focus on the root, not the fruit, is what he always says. Focus on the roots of getting that fruit versus the fruit. You know you want the fruit. You know the fruit's going to come. But just focus on cultivating and taking care of the roots so that when the fruit comes, it comes and it grows for a very long time. Okay? And then that leads me into my last kind of topic about abundance. And when I think about abundance and what it means to me, 
you know, a couple of different things come to mind, right? When I think about abundance, I think about different coaching conversations I had where people are complaining about losing stuff or complaining about the lack of support or complaining about why am I always doing the right thing and giving something to somebody else, you know? And I think about, well, if we take the approach of, hey, I'm going to do it for the greater good. I'm going to do it because it's right. I'm going to do it for the, the organization. I'm going to do it for the better of the partnership, what can come versus the woe is me. Why do I always have to sacrifice? You know, the, the victim side of it, you'd be shocked on how more fruitful those relationships become, how much more fruitful outcome, outcome can become for you and how much more positive energy you can put towards other things, right? And then when I look at, you know, my personal life and the things that I have in my life, I look at it from an abundance standpoint of, you know, how lucky I am to have the things that I have and that, you know, God's only going to give me what I can control um, and, and and what I deserve, right, at the time that I have it and what I've earned. And I think that's the other piece is with abundance, you're going to get gold and you're going to get coal, but it's up to you to, to filter through the coal to get to gold or make the coal into gold, or use the coal to fire up your steam engine, or or whatever it is, you're going to get good and bad with abundance. And I think people don't understand that. They When they think of abundance, they think it's all great, and you're going to get so much, and they think of wealth, and they think of you know being a king, and, and all this other stuff. But that's not abundance to me. Abundance to me is having the mentality of bringing others with you. Having the mentality of how many people can I impact? Having the mentality of saying, hey, I'm going to be a better person. In return, will make my people better. In return, will make my family and their families better, right? And, and so what I say to you is that, that in your life, personal or professional, start approaching things with the mentality of abundance, right? And, and, and abundance of being grateful for what we have being open to share, being understanding to not everything's going to go your way, and then just putting it out in the universe, knowing that it's going to come back tenfold, right? And and I look at all the partnerships I've created. I look at all the, the things that I've done in my career. And when I'm at my most successful point is when I'm leading with abundance and sharing with partners and sharing with colleagues and sharing with employees and, and and also putting the organization first and following the rules and following the policy and putting the client first and thinking about the the future not the here and now and the moment the selfish things that I need but more of what the, the long term can be right when I also work with abundance I've always had it come back to me tenfold and I've always had things increase, right? And I've always been able to take negatives and we can make them into positives, right? So, you know, talking to many people, we get so caught up in our own individual goals and targets and expectations and stress of the job that we start to to wall off any opportunity for abundance. So I would just challenge you that if you're ever in that mindset of like, hey, it's not fair, it's not mine, or it's not I shouldn't have to give it away or that that rule or policy or regulation isn't right for 
this situation. Like, stop putting the energy into fighting. Instead, reverse that thinking for the energy of, okay, I'm going to do the hard right, not the easy wrong. I'm going to put energy into positively enhancing this relationship, putting positive energy out in the universe so that it will come back to me. Because, you know, I hear this all the time. I see it all the time. I even have an experience in my life, in my personal life. What you say and do, that's what you'll attract, right? And so if you're negative, if you're argumentative, if you're fighting, if you're blaming, if you're not taking ownership, those are the kind of things that fall into your life, right? But if you reverse that and you're positive and you're, you know, you're trying to lift others up. You're working together with others. You're trying to you seek to understand what is going on. You try to see other perspectives, even if you might not agree. You work through the, the, the arguments or the difficulties of a situation. You accept things that you can't change and you just bring others along with you and you pay it forward and you put it out there that, OK, I'm going to I'm going to give this away, knowing that, you know, it's going to come back tenfold. Right. And just believe in that. Have that mentality you will be surprised and you will be shocked how much more comes to life, right? So I just challenge everybody to, to, to have that mental, you know, commitment to focus on abundance, right? So as I end this podcast, again, I just, I think it's important. I know I was all over the place and I'm rambling. These are just thoughts that I've had for the last three weeks. And, you know, I just wanted to get it down, down on, and on this podcast and down on paper, you know, just remember blending right? It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to blend your work and personal life. It's okay to, to know that life happens, man. Life happens, right? And it's not the end of the world. And that the future, as we move into the future, you know, work and personal life are going to blend more and more. People are just going, as a leader, you're going to want employees that want that. As employees, you're going to want leaders to support you in that, right? But we always have to remember we still have a job to do. We're hired to deliver. We can't take corporations for granted because they're giving us a chance. We don't work for free. It's not a charity where people are just giving us money. And, and, and just know that in order to get that blend, you have to earn that blend, right? You have to show that you can be responsible, that they can be trusted, you can deliver. It just doesn't happen overnight. So just work towards that being able to balance personal and professional life and be successful. Along that same journey, focus on your, your goals and achieving them, but don't put a time frame on them, right? Be okay with the detours. Be okay with the almost maybes. Be okay with the being turned down or being told no. Be okay with, you know, missing it by a certain amount because that just means there's more for you or something better is coming your way or you will get that when you're ready. You're just not ready right now, right? And I did a podcast earlier talking about trust your gut. Trust your gut, right? You'll know when you're ready. You'll know. You can seek as much advice as you want. You can talk to many people that you want. And there'll be things that come at you. Like I made a decision recently that I didn't want to do something. I, you know, as much as I really think I could do this thing, as much as I think I could be really successful at this thing, as much as I think that I'm the right person for this thing, made a conscious decision that it just wasn't my time wasn't it's not it's not right for me right now and after i made that decision for the next 48 hours that decision was tested people were calling me and they were talking to me and 
telling me all the reasons why I should do that thing and and why I should go after that thing. And and I started to second guess myself. I started to think about it. And then, you know, I called a, a friend of mine and, and, and got coaching and mentoring from them. And, and I really put it back in perspective that my gut was leading me to it's not my time. And that's okay. I will have plenty of time still to, to still do that thing. I just need to focus on what I'm currently doing now and, and take a detour and, and, and eventually I will get where I want to go, right? So just remember, it's okay to take detours on your path to achieving your goals. And then the last thing, again, we covered, abundance. Abundance, abundance, abundance. Have a mentality that there is plenty for everybody, that when you do the right thing, when you support people, when you work through conflict, when you support the, the, the rules and the challenges and the policies that are put in front of you, that other things will come in, will come into play for you, right? When you work with a partner and you do what's right for your employee, you put the employee first, you put the partnership first, not yourself, great things will come. So again, thank you for the time. I appreciate, again, all the feedback. I hope that this podcast resonated with you. And I'll just end with this quote. You've got to get up every morning with the determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction. So keep having determination day in and day out so that you can go to bed with satisfaction. Thank you and have a great weekend.